<laughs> Yo, and welcome to High Jinx, the place where we make the necessary unnecessary. I am Joe, one of three people involved in today's particular show. Joined today by Ezra and Curtis. In this week's show, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are feeling relaxed and confident. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs like their odds. And Aaron Rodgers is going to figure out his future in the dark. Let's talk about Super Bowl first, though. What do you want to go? I want to talk about Super Bowl setup. What kind of food you like to eat? But let's go memories first. What's your favorite Super Bowl of all time? Well, I'll start with mine. It's Super Bowl 29 in Miami. What? Um, The blowout? Yeah. Yeah. 55-10? That one? Yeah. Aren't you from San Diego? Instant classic. Yes. Instant classic. So. I actually got a job with the security team because obviously when they have these giant events, they have to massively staff security, right? Parking, uh, people wandering around on the, on the plazas, whatnot. Once you have that yellow jacket with the, you know, the name of the security company on the back, you can kind of walk anywhere. So I got a ticket to Miami, got a job out there with a temp agency got into the stadium, took the jacket off, threw it away, and just wandered around the stadium the whole time to watch the game. Unfortunately, the Chargers got, you know, absolutely smashed. I'll, all right, I'll all right, it down. On, I'm, I'm recalling the story now. So a yeah. uh, massive, uh, you know, San Diego guy grew up in San Diego, <laughs> San Diego Chargers fan. You flew to Miami. What age are we talking about here? Uh, let's see. I would have been... Once again, we're going to try to figure out Ezra's 20, age. 20. <laughs> I, would have been I would have been 20 at the time. I would have been 20 at the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I believe him there. So yeah. you're 20 and you just <laughs> scrape together a plane ticket to Miami to go work for a temp agency. The Super Bowl makes sense. Put on um, a fake vest. Yeah. The vest. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I got creative when I was younger. So too. that was your favorite Super Bowl because you had like the experience of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, the one thing I remember from that Super Bowl is. I think it was the start of the second half. The Chargers returned a kickoff for a touchdown. Yes. And it was like, oh, here we go. Come back. I was definitely rooting for the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. The, like comeback, comeback, the comeback's going to happen, and then it just completely went off the rails after what, that. Was this the uh, – what do they call it, like, back then? Pro Player Stadium or – No, uh, that was Auto Nation, I think. No, Auto Nation wasn't around back then. Wasn't – I don't know. Was it, 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 was, it the, was it at the Orange Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but they called it. It may be. It may have been Pro Player Stadium at that time. Okay. Yeah. Not, I, not well, that, Hard Rock. One. Whatever. That's a fun one. All right. Yeah, not, it's not Hard Rock. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's not a fun one. It's a terrible. No, terrible I, choice, I will say. Right. I will say that is the ultimate cheat code to get into any large sporting event you want. Oh, yellow vest and confidence, my friend. Yeah, just sign up for a temp agency. <laughs> Throw a clipboard in there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, ordering, you, ordering dude, people clipboards around. will get you anywhere, man. It. I'll be honest though, that little like because they give you like the little temporary, and they're like, "Oh, I'm with the staffing company. I'm sorry, I, I got lost." You know, like they're like, "No, you need to go down this hallway over here," and you're like, oh, "Okay, thanks," and you just walk off and then throw everything away and just wander around like you own the place. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl this week. Ezra's in a hard hat with a clipboard. <laughs> fingers. He's like 50 yards line. I'm like, oh, he made it. He did it. <laughs> Look at that. It's Ezra. Uh, uh, all, right. all right. Give me uh, give me 2,000 Rams v. Titans. Oh, that was a great one. Um, because that would have been 
that would have been like the first Super Bowl party in which I spent my own money. You know what I mean? I wasn't yeah. at like my parents' Super Bowl party. I was at our Super Bowl party. And uh, we went to, uh, I grew up in Mesquite, Texas. And uh, we went to the legendary Coulter's Barbecue and uh, bought a shit ton of ribs <laughs> and uh, barbecue and brisket and, uh, you know, and, and and hauled over to my buddy Aaron's house. And he had the biggest TV and, a, you know, a good living room and, and his uh, his his parental units got out of there, and we're probably uh, nineteen, maybe you know yeah. that right yeah. around that age, eighteen, nineteen, and uh, like watched this, like we you know we we went and bought like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of barbecue, which back then was just astronomical, you know, and uh, so we're uh, drinking Dr Pepper's and eating barbecued ribs and watching really one of the best Super Bowls in history. Oh man, um, a half yard away from being the yeah, greatest, yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest so, comebacks of the time. So um, you know, watching the greatest show on turf, um, almost lose, you know, uh with to Eddie George and uh uh just 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 Steve spectacular. Steve McNair, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve McNair. Air, Air McNair, Charles, man. Air McNair. Uh so I, I like how you point out that we went to the person's house who had the biggest television. And that, yeah. that really is like the metric. If you if you invite now bigger televisions are more okay, hundred percent. But that used to be like if someone invites you to a Super Bowl, you're like, is your television bigger than mine? Dude, equal size. Great, if not, great point. If not, because I don't know, back at it just now everyone's got the the everyone days. has a big TV now. Everyone, yeah. but yeah. back in the day, you always had that one buddy who had the big one. You know, right, right. right. It and was that's that, where you wanted. It to was go. that Magnavox rear projection. Oh yeah, or, or, or a surround it. sound system. By God. Yeah. He had holes in his shoes, 9,000 pounds. His jeans were 30 years old, but he had a big television (laughs) in his place. Uh, So I watched that one in a dorm room on a very small TV, like a 19-inch TV or something in a dorm room. But they played this commercial. There's like four minutes left in the game. It was totally, totally targeted to a specific demographic. And it'll be clear who, when I tell you the commercial, it was a IHOP pancakes commercial the syrup and the butter like drizzling over the pancakes four minutes left in the game. And we just looked at each other and we're like, after the game, I have. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> and our dorm was right next to an IHOP. So absolutely. It was, uh, it, it, it was the most effective marketing in my entire life. I've never been like, yes. Yeah. We are all, we we're all drunk, possibly awesome. a little high. And there's an IHOP right there. That is where we're going. Yeah, they're like, uh, they're just speaking to college audiences everywhere. So, you know, uh, Joe and I went to the same college and there was an IHOP on campus. That's the so, one. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so by the way, it's, it's gone now. Yeah. It, it's, it's been torn down. But uh, when I say on campus, I mean on like, campus. It was right <laughs> there. Like it's next no. to one of the dormitories. You could throw uh, a tennis to, ball and hit it from yes, where, you know. Yes, and so you could, and it was a, um, it was a relatively popular place for like two groups of people. So the responsible students who would go there late at night to study and drink coffee. That's true. And students like me and Joe who would go there hungover and drunk and uh, eat. <laughs> hey, you're forgetting. <laughs> I went there on a Valentine's allegedly, Day date. Allegedly, I, I don't. I don't think your memory is working right. Uh, anyone without a car, that's where you go on a date too. You'd be like, well, I mean, we could uh, hit up the IHOP yeah, for we dinner. Hit up IHOP. We walk over to IHOP dinner. Kind of 
kind of want some IHOP right now. Now hey, we're like, talking about it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, watch uh, watch, a, watch a Texas sunset over the prairie of Denton. <laughs> right next uh, to the I mean, Zach and okay, So perfect, perfect Super Bowl, you know, memories back in the day. Uh biggest TV was important. Yes. Food was probably the most important. And maybe, what's your maybe? what's your ideal Super Bowl food? Okay. I think the king of Super Bowl food is wings, but Ooh, that being good. said. I don't think I've ever done wings for the Super Bowl unless I was out, right? If right. I'm out somewhere watching the Super Bowl, which I've been, I think I've watched the Super Bowl at like Hooters before. Uh, definitely in my local sports bar that does wings. Um, but as far as like at home, I think we've always kind of themed something out. Like we're doing seafood, we're doing Cajun, we're doing Mexican, we're doing, you know, uh, uh, you know, along those lines to where we made it an event, you know, we're doing barbecue for the Super Bowl this year. So to say there's an ideal Super Bowl, I think the idea of Super Bowl food is uh, good food. Okay. So All right. Go, so, I mean, I think guacamole yeah. is an ideal Super Bowl food. Yeah, I, 19, like to, uh, I like to 19 Olympic-sized swimming pools a year. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All the avocados you can fit into an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Uh, That's I how want, much like, guacamole is served. I want to like stress eat the whole time. So I, I want a bunch of like hand foods that I can, I don't want a plate. I don't want a knife and fork. I want things I can eat with my hands. I want, I want to just dive in. I want to be constantly just stuffing my face for three and a half hours. All right. Perfect. Super Bowl food. I need, I need like uh, some sort of pizza alternative that isn't pizza. So bagel okay. bites or pizza rolls. I'm gonna need some sort of stuffed jalapeno. Isn't that just worse pizza? I don't understand why. why <laughs> I, I it's really worse pizza, pizza, but it's it's bite-sized pizza. That's all you need to know. Pizza, no thanks. Now a bagel. Yep, yeah, I don't need good pizza. I need bite-sized pizza bad pizza. I'm gonna need some sort of stuffed jalapeno. Uh, whether it's stuffed with cheese or cream cheese wrapped in bacon, you know, we'll figure that out. I'm gonna need um, I'm gonna need some sort of chicken wing. I need some sort of dip. In we fact, I'm gonna need nachos. about six. No, dips. I'm 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 want team nacho. Want dips. I'm 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 100 no. team nacho. No, nachos, nachos are no. Give me yeah, the build your own nachos. nachos. Give me the give me the seven layer dip. Give me the guacamole. Give me the French onion dip with the potato chips, the kettle chips. Oh god, that's the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a man in um. Hey, little southern thing here. Pimento cheese, so good. Oh, so man. good. You, you've lost, you've lost both of us now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really going off the deep end here. Uh, just give me like nachos. I want some guacamole. I, I think the yeah. wings. Yeah, the I'm, I'm, I'm all good. team nacho. I, I'm, I'm with you on this one, Joe. Like, I love to have like the plate. You have to play the stuff you're just picking on while you're watching. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're Maybe like some hey, barbecue meat would be cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean barbecue's cool. Like it can get a little messy sometimes, you know. It's all, like, right, all right, little smokies. Oh, the, the little barbecue wieners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, sitting in a crock pot that's been boiling yep. for twenty four yep. hours. You know. Yep. You throw the KP masterpiece uh, yeah. dollar. Yeah, maybe dollar twenty five jar of barbecue sauce. Hey, if it's highbrow, <laughs> it's sweet baby rays. You know, yeah. you just. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to give you my favorite Super Bowl all the time. So Super Bowl 23, 
49ers Bengals, 49ers 20, Bengals 16, Montana versus Boomer Esiason. Oh, and I was man. like nine years old uh, when this happened. So why is this my favorite Super Bowl? One, I was watching with my dad and we went to one of his buddies' place. So it seems like a very special event. But more important than that, that was the first time I ever sports bet. <laughs> the first time I played squares. And my dad was like, All what? Right, here you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was like, I had squares. I was nine. And my dad was like, here, you can have, uh, you know, two or three squares or whatever. You know, they're, they're two bucks each. So, you know, him and I split five squares, 10 bucks. And it was just like, I was like so fascinated, you know, and I had like decent numbers or whatever. And then it ended zero and six. Right. So it was just, Oh, that's, you know, that's pretty good. You know? So yeah. it's something about it. Like that was, that was my inaugural sports, but class. you didn't win. You didn't hit the squares. I don't think I hit the squares. No, I don't remember winning. I, I think I would remember that. So, All but right. it didn't matter. It just like was the initial thrust into, okay. And like they paid out every quarter, you know, halftime was a little bonus end of the game, got the most, this is something about it was just kind of magical you know so, for yeah nine year old me so, and it was really just open this portal into sports betting right and that's one of those things about the super bowl it's like so it's the most watched sporting event outside of the world cup right and no no i hate well, that the i hate that stat it is world cup is watched, every four years it's the most watched sporting event outside of the world cup no and World Cup is every people, four years. If you add four final? Super Bowls together, <laughs> it surpasses the damn World Cup. Okay. Period. End of story. That's called math. Okay, but there's also more people invested in the World Cup when it comes to team loyalties and all this stuff. But the Super Bowl is the He's Super trying Bowl to make me care about Uruguay again, right? Yeah. Uruguay, yeah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost we've lost all of our listeners oh no, no. Cut, that, cut that cut that cut that cut that uh, no but like the super bowl is great in that it, it's about all the random betting so like to, to what you're talking about joe you're like you're like you could you even name a single player outside of montana and esiason off of either of those teams hmm. i mean probably jerry rice jerry rice John jerry rice okay who was who, roger, roger, roger craig okay <laughs> Yeah, right. Like so you have to really think, right? Andre Musson. Yeah. Who was the, who was a running back for the Bengals at the time? Yeah, it's that's escaping me. Icky Woods. Um oh, the Icky Shuffle that was there? Yeah, that was Icky oh, Shuffle. Here. I was definitely rooting for the Bengals. I, I wanted the underdog. Right. Yeah, but so that's the thing. Like the thing about the Super Bowl that's great is all of these little bets, the stuff like the squares, the props, who's gonna sing the national anthem the longest. All of this little stuff that just sucks you in, right? And it used to be, you know, when you, when you come in, you like you would go there. The Super Bowl wasn't about just rooting for the team, unless your team was in there. In which case, you were probably in your own basement, locked in your own media room, sitting in your living room with the doors locked, Katie Bard, and screaming and throwing things at the TV like any normal cowboy fan. And. <laughs> But what you really wanted to do was hang out with a bunch of people and have a bunch of fun and get together. It, it's like the American, the new American Thanksgiving. You get together, everybody brings a dish, right? Like everybody, every Super Bowl party, somebody, you know, everybody brings something, right? And you get together with friends, you hang out, you have fun, you watch this game. You're really there just to be entertained. And you're there to watch the ads. 
you know, like. Yeah, I was I was fourteen year old, fourteen years old last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. I'm not sure how I would handle myself. Really, I'm really not like because I get remarkably stressed out for the Cowboys being in you know a divisional round of the playoff games and depressed for a week when they lose. I'm not sure how I would take the Super Bowl. It 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 it, it could be rough. We might have to we might have to run an intervention, man. If that happens, I'm I'm actually a little bit I'm sideways worried about Joe a little bit. He's like, uh, yeah. The good news is we don't have to worry about the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, get the f- <laughs> f out of here, Joe. <laughs> it's not a major. Hey, I gotta I gotta throw I gotta throw, I gotta throw to this fucking in. climb, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta throw this in here. So I, like last week I texted Joe like, hey man, you want to you want to go up to the casino to go watch the Phillies game? He's like, I gotta be inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ezra was I like, can't be in public. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I can't, I can't be in public, man. I was like, I can't do it. So a big, so I'm watching the Super Bowl by myself on Sunday. That's the plan. Just hold up. I want to yell inappropriately or appropriately. <laughs> I want to jump up and down. I want to be excited. I cannot be uh, restricted by the whims of public laws. <laughs> you know. These goddamn social norms. <laughs> if the Eagles score a touchdown, I'll go for two. You know, I, I'm like, I might rip my shirt off and throw it across the room with no one here. You know, I mean, I, I can't, I can't trust that I won't do that uh, in a public setting. So yeah, Ezra's like, hey, let's go to uh, you know, casino. Which I, I was like, that's a good idea. I was like, we should have done this for week 15, uh, or, you know, or something. So I'm in for next year to do that. Uh, but I was like, this is, this is too much. So anyways, <laughs> you're I, like, you're like the Phillies are playing, man. I, I, I can't, I gotta, I gotta be inside. I yeah. Inside. I was like, I, I just have to watch this by myself. I can't. So that's how I watched the last Eagles Super Bowl. So I would watch it with like a close friend or two. I mean, I, was, I would watch it with you guys, but I was like, I would watch a close friend or two. I would watch it with family, but I don't want to watch a big game with, I don't want to go to a party because if it's a party, I'm going to be distracted. People are going to be talking about, you know, other things, their life, what's going on. And that's cool. I'm glad the Super Bowl is an event, but no, I'm like, no, it's, it's not Sunday. It's third and seven right now. It's third and seven. Okay. So personally, the Super Bowl party to me, especially if you're hosting is too distracting. You, you yeah. have people at your house. Right. You're not right. going to be able to pay attention. So if, if it was a game I really cared about, I would never host. And then I think the if you're the levels of paying attention would be hosting your own party would be a Super Bowl you don't care about. Going to the sports bar would be like the second level. Maybe it's a really good game that you're really interested in. And now the third level would be your team, which means you're sitting in your dark living room riddled with anxiety <laughs> and you've kicked right. out your wife and kids and you turned off your phone and you've ordered a pizza and it's That's a good idea. sitting there and yeah. you haven't eaten it. yeah i got some like torchies tacos coming or something you know yeah. just uh just or, some- or you're a, or you're a san diego chargers fan and you just fly to miami you fly to miami and sneak into a Super Bowl <laughs> and throw your vest and- but you're right. But if it's if it's a game you're not super cared about, you're like, yeah, let's. let's oh yeah, give me the let's, party, man. Give me the party. Like, let's, let's the, have yeah, a good time. Just a regular out. Super Bowl. Give me the party. I, yeah. I want like 10, 12 friends, whoever you know. I don't care, and make it a yeah. social event. All right. So this Super Bowl 
in particular. So here's we, what I'm so doing. We got, we've yeah, got well, Joe. Yeah, so what are you guys got doing? Joe here's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I got the newborn. Um, has been featured on several podcasts for several weeks now. And if, if you're wondering what that uh, slight what that noise was, <laughs> yeah, if you're wondering what that rustling is, that is Nolan eating up. You get those vitamins. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeding Nolan right now um, to be big and strong and throw 104 mile per hour fastballs. <laughs> um <laughs> are you doing the arm exercises already yeah you know, yeah, yeah yeah you gotta get them limbered up you know throwing the football and the, extending the uh, range and everything um uh, i will be at my house by myself you know me and the wife we will probably order thai food and watch the super bowl honestly that is what we're doing yeah i'm going i'm going sports bar with uh our bussy our buddy jesse z Sports bar, a couple of couple of guys from town because none of us really care too much. There's a little bit of little bit of a Kansas City connection around that North Dallas area with Mahomes. So you know there's gonna be he some went to Chief- tack, right? I mean, yeah. So there's gonna be some Chiefs fans with like jerseys that still have the creases in them, you know, like there's gonna be that kind of that kind of flow. Um, that that's what I'm going with this week. Jerseys with the creases on them. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break to hear a word from today's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Steffi B's Magic IVs. It's Super Bowl week, and that means you are ready to live it up and party with your friends. But sometimes partying like it's 1999 can make you feel like you are 99. That's where Steffi B's Magic IVs comes in. Steffi B is a registered nurse with years of experience, years as in multiple. And now she is taking her show on the road. Steffi B's Magic IVs is a traveling IV setup. Have the ultimate Super Bowl party at your place by including complimentary IV bags for all of your guests who may have gone too hard, too fast with the speed and nimbility of a Jalen Hurts spin move. Steffi B and her esteemed team of elite travel nurses brings the IV to your house, apartment, or abode, and within minutes, your dehydrated guests will be ready to bounce back like Patrick Mahomes after a high ankle sprain. Get hydrated, get energized, get revitalized, and recovered. Stop letting dehydrated guests ruin your Super Bowl party. Instead, Make this Super Bowl party one for the ages with mobile intravenous bags brought to you by the most trusted name in traveling IVs. Check out Steffi B's Magic IVs and never feel anything but power during a Super Bowl watch party ever again. Check them out today. Steffi B's Magic IVs. When you're 46 and you've outkicked your coverage once again. These bets are so Bring on the bets. Everybody go and grab your debit card. All right, so I said bets, but uh, yeah, let's do bets. Should we do bets and then NBA? We got to talk about NBA. Yeah, we'll, we'll go NBA. We'll, we'll, let, I, let's I, do bets. Bets yeah, are super simple, man. I'm taking yeah, Philly and bets. yeah, I'm taking Philly in a whatever blowout you feel comfortable with. If you think <laughs> Philly is going to beat them by seven, take them plus seven or, or minus seven. If you think they're going to beat them by 10, take minus 10. Um, that's I, I don't see this game being close. So let me let me go last on this. You guys can both go your Phillies, and I'm gonna go Chiefs, and the fix is in. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I just – Philly's a better team. Philly's – you know, when you when you look at every single unit on the team, Philly has the better quarterback, they have the better coach. Um, if you want to break down to the receiving core, two tight ends, you know, which I'm not – they have the better tight end. But when you're talking about the entire receiving I don't know about better coach, man. I don't know about better yeah, coach. That's that's going out there a little bit, better coach. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, you All know, right. anyway, I, I you know, you're making an argument for me. I All right. let, let, I, let's, I think let's, it is a I am predicting a Philly blowout. So my personal bet that I am taking is Philly minus 10. It is a plus twenty bet. I love this one. It's, it's uh, what I'm taking. I, so two weeks ago, yeah, we talked about it a week and a half ago. It was like initial impressions, like Philly minus two, minus one and a half, whatever it is, and the over. I, nothing's yeah. really changed for me. Philly and the over. I mean, that's the bet for me. Uh, What's the I over? I kind of like going out on the limb saying 10. It's a fascinating matchup. You got Mahomes versus everyone else. The, You know, the offensive line of the Eagles is better than the defensive line of the Chiefs. The defensive line of the Eagles – Although the Chiefs' offensive line is good, Eagles have an elite defensive line. They're better on both sides of the line of scrimmage. They basically are better everywhere except quarterback. Now, tight end in particular, maybe you call that to Kelsey, but receivers overall, definitely the Eagles. They're also healthier. So we'll see. I mean, but it's it's basically Mahomes versus every other position group. And, you know, I think Hurts can hang. So give me the Eagles in the over. Who's the title sponsor of the stadium? State Farm. Who's the spokesperson? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're making me a little queasy. Yeah, you're making me a little okay. Queasy. So let's 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 pull some stats up here real quick. Did you guys? I hate, see... I hate this. I hate this. I'm gonna. You go ahead. But I hate everything you're about to say. All right. Did you guys see who was announced? Carl Shifford as the head referee. The Carl friend. Shifford? The Carl Shifford. Head referee. <laughs> okay. I've had it out for him for years. This Go ahead. He's had it out for everybody that's not the home team for years. So his crew is the only referee crew that has ever averaged more than 12 flags per game. Okay? They've done it multiple years in a row. They've also been slanted. 7-5 to the home team. Kansas City is going to be playing this as a home team game because they're in State Farm Stadium with their spokesperson as the quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even halfway. You are telling me that because the stadium is named after an insurance company that also pays the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs money that they will be a home favorite in some way, shape, or form. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. How much money do you think that State Farm spends on NFL advertising? I will tell you right now, it's $486 million. There is no... Damn near half a B. Yeah, half a B on that. If you watched, If you watched the fourth quarter of the Cincy game... You realize the fix was in. I'm give me the Chiefs and the one and a half. Give me the over. It's going to be a shootout. Curtis, I can easily see that 10 point Eagles blowout. I I have a feeling if it starts getting out of hand, the flags will fly. 
and Carl Schiffer does not care about throwing the flag. The flag will fly. So it it will happen. So what the Eagles are going to need is it to be not close. They need the Curtis point of view where it's going to be 10 points. Refs don't matter. Right. Conspiracy theory, Ezra, is back and he's ready. <laughs> he's I have, I have, I've gone. I've done some deep research on this one, man. I'm down. When you start figuring out who the referee crews are, you're you've you've gone too far. That is deep. I, yes, I, I definitely try not to care about that. But you're right; it could come into play. Uh, it could come into play. Uh, it, it's it's very simple. Once you start believing that it's fixed, <laughs> then stop watching. Yeah. So, do you honestly think it's fixed? Oh, man, that Cincy game made me question things. I uh, like, there were definitely a few questionable ones. There, yeah, that Cincy game made me question things. So I'm questionable I'm, calls every year, every playoffs. I know, but I'm taking the fix. I'm taking the fix and the and the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be crazy. I got a really, I got a fun, uh, fun few like prop bets. This is what I love about the Super Bowl is all the prop bets. So I like a field goal as the first score. Mm-hmm. It's a solid value. It's plus 155. Like, you know, somebody gets the ball, you know, they take the opening kick, they get down, they kick a field goal. It's like it's three nothing. All right, cool. Um, I got another one. The last scoring play being a Philly field goal as 420. So if it is a tight game and Philly wins a game on a kick, 420 would be a really nice little cash in bet. And then this is the one I really love is the lowest scoring quarter to be the third quarter. Because you figure, yeah, yeah, you got a longer halftime, right? You got a double halftime. It's a 30-minute halftime. And so, you know, every third quarter kind of comes out a little flat. And no matter what, you add this extra. See, boo, Nolan hit it. He hit it with the cry. We're making the lowest scoring 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 quarter. He's like, I'm sleeping through the third. No yeah, no one, no one's on this one. Hold on, I'll turn the mic on. He's losing his shit, so therefore, that is the uh, that was the agreement. Whatever the official pod bet, whatever the whatever the bet we're talking about, that's what we're taking. You heard it first, folks. Lowest scoring quarter. What's it pay us? Third quarter plus two hundred. Let's go. Plus two hundred. No way. That's just Nolan's college uh, college fund. You know, let's just yeah, right. It. Let's just yeah, double just it. Two to one. Double it. Yeah, oh, throw it all down. Third. Throw it all down. Uh, Curtis is nodding right here. He's saying, yeah, he's doubling down. He's just. All right. I'll, I'll just give you a couple of quick ones that I like. AJ Brown over 71 and a half receiving yards. AJ Brown was not happy. That's a, that's yeah. a solid, that, that is a solid bet right They're there. They're going to feed him early and often. Devontae Smith also I, I like, but I, I just think AJ Brown, he was not, he wants to be involved. He's got that, you know, alpha confidence. Yeah, so I think they're going to feed him, and all it takes is one long shot, <laughs> and not even yeah. you don't even totally need that. So that's that's minus one ten. It's just a standard bet, but AJ Brown. No, I got I got a really funny story about that one about the AJ Brown thing. So Jesse Z bet um, he had AJ Brown over four and a half catches in the NFC uh, in the NFC Championship game, and he had four catches in the first quarter. Uh, Do you want to know how many catches he finished with? No, four. Four. <laughs> Jesse probably like already spent the money. He's like, all right, drinks on me. Oh, it was like the it was like this. the last leg of a five leg parlay. We're in the sports book sitting there. We've already he's already lost like four hundred dollars playing blackjack. Like he's been murdered on the tables, and 
he's like, but I got this one in the bag, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a bad beat because if it was close at all, he would have gotten it uh, in that sense. All right, uh, give you another one I like. And this obviously a little bit depends on who gets the ball first. So you got to take your chances that yeah. they get the ball. But player to make the first reception, Kelsey plus 550 or Isaiah Pacheco plus 1400 could be. I don't know, just kind of one of those random, it's kind of a fun one. You'll know right away, you know, you'll know at the coin toss. So just sprinkle that one in. And then the biggest I, I kind of I kind of like that fun. Pacheco. I kind of like the like that's fun. Yeah, I kind of like the Pacheco one. It's just fun, right? Yeah, Kelsey, you know Kelsey coming out of the gate, they're gonna be on him. That's right? true. So maybe they, yeah. they double cover Kelsey. Yeah, we're obviously little little here. check down <laughs> to Pacheco at oh, plus 1420 so place 280. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Curtis over there, like, click, click, click. Let me make this bet right now. <laughs> Hang on, Nolan. Hang on, Nolan. <laughs> and, Daddy's, uh, Daddy's uh, compiling your college fund right now. Yeah, Nolan, yeah. this is for your future, buddy. Uh, so that's as long like the as first in the third, as long as the first reception isn't in the third quarter. All right, like that's right. Yeah, so that's the first drive. So got Bacheco 14 to one, you know, first catch of the game. And I the last thing that'll happen. That's a, that's a fun one. That's a, that's fun, a fun one, right there. Yeah, thanks. The last one, color Gatorade. We gotta go for it. Last three or four years, blue has come up. Yeah. Uh, however, been... blue is the number one. I got some uh, data analysis here. Blue is the number one popular flavor. <laughs> I know blue is not a flavor, but color of Gatorade. Uh, so, well, hold on, hold on. Is blue actually a flavor? Because it kind of is, right? Cool blue. Cool blue is the flavor. Right, no, but like the blue, that blue stuff, like yeah. it, it's no distinguishable like fruit or flavor or whatever, but it is, it's like own flavor in those yeah, drinks. It's literally called cool like, blue. It's the number one most popular Gatorade. So I'm going cool blue, four to one, blue Gatorade, just kind of fun. You know, there are options here, orange plus 250, yellow or green plus 350, clear. Red. Clear plus five hundred, red plus five fifty. All right, so I mean, Kansas City's got to have red. Gatorade, I kind of right? like, I kind of like Kansas City with the red, with the red Gatorade. Uh, well, no, but here we go. Gatorade picks the color, not the teams. Oh, now who's down the rabbit? Why? Hole? Yeah, yeah, I totally went rabbit hole <laughs> on this. So, who signed this contract? Gatorade gets to determine, and blue is their most. You, you got to think like, oh, blue, and then people go buy blue. So they they want to go blue because that's gonna incentivize oh. people to want to go out and get the favorite color. Only downside here is it's been blue three of the last four years. The only oh, time it wasn't blue it was the Chiefs, oh. and that was orange that year. Uh, but a random one, the last time this happened was New England Patriots. No Gatorade bath. <laughs> 16 to 1. <laughs> so There's no there's no way. there's Because you there's figure no if, Philly, if Philly wins, Gatorade. you're going to dump – like it's going to be two buckets on Sirianni, right? Like Yeah. You'd have to. Yeah, he's going to be standing there waiting for it, right? Yeah. And if Reed, I mean, so e either way, it's yeah, just such a either good one, way. either one's getting a Gatorade bath. Like that, that's a, that's a, yeah, I wouldn't, I'd stay off that one. By the way, can we go back and just review <laughs> Sirianni's like first press conference? Oh, so bad. Where he was awkwardly talking about like roots and trees and vines. <laughs> From and, then and now he's now. in the Super Bowl. Uh, and give Sirianni credit, he played that press conference before the last game for the team to show them yeah. like how it doesn't matter where you start 
So <laughs> that's he, awesome. He owned it. He was like, guys, look at me. Hey, me. look at how bad I was at coaching. Just look a few how bad ago. I was at press conferences, you know, just like a year and a half ago. <laughs> like that's major props to him because I watched the so Eagles fan. And I watched that press conference. Like, Oh, what have we done? What? Yeah. Yeah, like, what? Oh God. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good lesson to not overreact. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an awkward environment because there was no one else in the room, etc. But he, if you've never seen this, it's so bad. I mean, you, it's, it's that was a rough, that one was a rough, rough. You're like, oh, just somebody turn off the camera. It's like, yeah, shut off his internet, yes. do something, like just stop ultra everything. Ultra awkward, ultra awkward. Yeah. Well, anyway. you know, you, but you think about it, that's like the kind of the sign of a really good coach and a great leader in that he's like, hey, you guys are going about to go through this media week that you've never been through. Right. Like really, how many how many players on the Eagles have been in a Super Bowl in the last well, in their career? Right. Like Kelsey, obviously, just, just like five or six guys from the last. Yeah. Season. You know, Kelsey, there's a couple other guys. So Lane there's Johnson, not a yeah. lot of, you know, the other 55 guys that are traveling with them haven't seen this stuff. Yeah. They're going to go through they're going to go through this whole thing. This whole week, they, they just get tortured down and beaten down. I mean, there's 300 media credentials issued for every day. You know, they're just, they're getting just swarmed. But they also have to study their playbook, know what's up. Like, you know, there's going to be a few plays and routes and stuff that they haven't done. They have to do their film study. They have to do all this stuff. And he's going like, listen, this is what can happen. Don't worry about that. Let's focus on being a player, being you, being do what you do. It's good coaching. I mean, so on the line, it's for impressive. The Eagles, so on the line for Reed, second Super Bowl, cementing himself as maybe, uh, I mean, definitely a top five coach of all time, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Right. No, and, solid, and Reed's solid. already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, no question. In my opinion. He, he yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, He's already Hall of Fame for sure. But it's, kind of, it's, it's almost like Belichick, Shula. A read. I mean, I know that's maybe a little high praise, but he, especially if he gets the second Super Bowl, he's been to like ten conference championship games. Yeah, Landry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, Landry. So, but I mean, Reed is yeah. kind of that up restaurant, like maybe that Mount Rushmore ish with a second Super Bowl. Uh, and that's yeah, second Super Bowl else. for sure. A second Super Bowl with a with like. Yeah, no, he, he and he's been he's to two other ones. He's already been to three Super Bowls. Yeah. So this is Super Bowl four that he's been to. He, yeah. He's been to ten conference championship games or something. Uh, two franchises. So I, anyway, and then Sirianni is trying to be. Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl with the Eagles in his second season as a coach. With Nick <laughs> Foles, trying to win the Super Bowl <laughs> as his second season as an Eagles coach. So uh, wild. And Sirianni used to coach for Reed as a wide receivers coach. Yeah, and Reed. Uh, was like, hey, thanks for being here, but we're we're moving on. And Sirianni has not forgotten that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so no. He he even brought it up. He's like, yeah, I appreciate my time there, but uh, yeah, I want to, uh, yeah, I want to get. There. I kind of, I kind of want to shove this one up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. It's like, I'm, yeah, it's like I've never forgotten. Uh, of course not. You know, I mean, just you know, any, any kind of athlete's looking for those edge. All right, time to look into the future. Let's do it. NBA boys, NBA. Curtis, what do you think? So, Curtis, Mavs fan, Luke, right, so, Kyrie. Okay. So, the trade here, Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney. All right. Fan, the Mavericks have been known for decades 
as a team that no one, no big free agent wants to go to. And in the history of the Dallas Mavericks, their biggest free agent acquisitions are players past their prime, kind of washed out, who had a reclamation project going on, or players that came here to die. So I'll give you what I think are, we will leave out, um, I'll, I'll cut out Steve Nash. He came here, but it was it, he was before he became Steve. He became Steve pick. Nash here. That was a draft pick, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, no. They traded for him. No, yeah, um, they traded for him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, oh, but, um, so, okay, so big Nash. acquisitions. Yes. I'll give you the three. Jason Kidd at age 34. Okay. Which because uh, they won the title. That was a Sean good Marion at age 31. Did not work. Oh, we won a title with Sean Marion. Absolutely worked. And then the, the single biggest, the one that I was super excited for, Rajon Rondo. Oh, boy. Who came here and immediately got into it with our coach and said, F you, I'm not playing anymore. Just like that. So to see the Mavericks with that history of free agency, which is atrocious to say the best, land what is without argument the best point guard in the world to add to yeah, a top that. five player. It's spectacular. Okay. If you're, you're laughing, Joe, who's the best point guard in the world? Go no, ahead. I, I said, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, current, current NBA. I go Steph Curry probably. Yeah. yeah Steph, Steph's not really That's a, a two. He's, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's not really two. a point guard. He's a two. Let, let's, he's a point. Yeah, let's let's let's. You know, Steph's like he may be listed as a point guard. Right, I'm he's, looking him up. I'm looking him up. Uh, no, but I got no. I, I I'll give it to you. Okay. In yeah. any uh, Steph Curry point guard ESPN, he's number two to Kyrie. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. I know. I, I know an off guard. When I see an off guard. Steph Curry is an off guard. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, I, it, he, yeah. that'd be like that'd be like calling Booker a point guard. He's really not a point guard, you know. Like, yeah, he may play point at times, but let's be honest. Um, but no, you're 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 all the craziness aside. The Mavs landed the single best player that could have helped them. Um, it's exciting. Uh, I watched it last night. Uh, okay, here's here's an observation as a Mavs fan, Luca. Plays at his own speed. Slightly biased. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Luka Doncic plays at his own speed. His own speed is, I'm going to slow this game down to a crawl. I'm going to use my size and handle to do whatever I want, to create whatever shot I want. And that's his gift, right? He's, um, that's, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, Carl Malone-esque, right? Uh, Larry Bird-esque. Uh, slow the game down, do whatever you want. Kyrie Irvin also plays at his own speed. It just so happens that his speed is I'm going to be the fastest human in the NBA with the best handle in the NBA. And I'm just going to blow by whoever I want, whenever I want. And so we have this ridiculously interesting tempo uh, uh, contraposition in the uh, the front court, or, or, or sorry, the back court. And it's, um, it's going to be fun. And I thought... That when you said Christian Wood, 
Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic on one team, well, we have the best offense, no doubt, in the NBA. And then what happened today or last night? They added they added KD to Devin Booker into the Phoenix Suns to to, to screw up everything. Yeah, that is – well, you know, that is an absolute massive reaction to Steph getting hurt. And the Suns said, okay, it's going to come down to us and the Mavs. The Mavs made the move. We got to make a move. NBA is going to come down What a move. Yeah. I mean, the NBA is really – if KD can stay healthy – which he never has, not once. If he can stay healthy, and it also, side note, Luca is also listed as a point guard per ESPN. I was going to say, but. in a way, you could, you could argue <laughs> Luca's, Luca's the best point guard the in the F out of here, ESPN. He's a four. Not on my. Kind of like LeBron. He, he reminds me of like. Yeah. No, but what it, what it was, it was like the, it was, it's like the arms race from the 80s, right? Like they're. You know, I I got more weapons than you now. You know, there so there's two super teams in the West, and they're just coming out, and it, it it'll be it's gonna be really fun to watch the rest of this NBA season because those two teams in the West are gonna go at it like at it. I mean, I they mean are it's kind be- of fascinating. That, I mean, so so I know I was uh you know kind of ribbing the Cowboys a little bit, but I I do root for the Mavs overall. You know, I'm a Sixers fan first, but I, I root for the Mavs. I like the Mavs. And uh, that 2011 run was awesome. I was watching that in Norway at three in the morning <laughs> on a, on a laptop, just going crazy for Dirk. So I, I like the maps. It's a fascinating gamble because they're basically trading Dinwiddie DFS and 2029 first round pick for two months of Kyrie, no guarantees. Kyrie's not signed, etc. So, um, I, we've the, been talking the about how they need to get the 2029 pick out of all of this is the funniest one for me where it's like you're literally like it's like the next decade come on man just it's a well it's a bet that the Mavs <laughs> won't have Kyrie and maybe won't have Luca. It's, yeah. it's a smart move yeah um they, no, they're, they they're, offered the 2027 and they turned it down in for the 2029 yeah because they're just like oh we're gonna play the long game here yeah. because the Mavs might be a lottery team by that time. I'll say this. They they lost two of the best guys, room guys in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, those dudes were locker room gold to add what might be the worst room guy in NBA history. That's right. Uh, I don't think there's and, a and might. Kind I, don't, of in the I middle, don't think there's right? a might in there outside of Dennis Rodman. Luke I mean, is in the middle. So it's a fascinating – it's combustible now, in my opinion. Like the the you know the proverbial ceiling is higher. I feel like I could convince Luca the Earth is flat, personally. That, that's what might this one might come of all this, right? That they they have to give Kyrie oh, the bag. Shit. Now we're gonna go flat 200. Earth on this thing. Come on, it's Kyrie, man. That's what My he favorite is. tweet was: uh, Kyrie now going to investigate the JFK assassination while he's in Dallas. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, he, yo, you know he's already there. He's probably already out there doing it's the his math. first stop. He's like, take me to yeah. the. He's event. just at the Texas Book Depository. Yeah, yeah. dusted for there, fingerprints. Like, cool he's got a protractor <laughs> and a and a level. Yeah, but it turns uh, out a but certain it, so how, a certain much, chosen people did it. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. So uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, kind of worth the dice roll, but major dice roll. Totally combustible situation now for the Mavs. Uh, but it's gonna be more fun. And the, the Suns. I don't. I mean, they basically gave up six first round picks. Uh, I think Mikael Bridges is worth two first round picks on that contract. He he's awesome. And four other ones and a swap. Ah, who cares about all that? You, you know, you, you're going for it. Kevin Durant, all time player. I think he'll be fine. It, it, well, you know, I think he'll age well. They're going. I love seeing teams go for it. So, but in well, the West, just, you still got the they, Nuggets. He, you yeah, still got just, the Grizzlies. The Pelicans uh, are are still feisty when everyone's healthy. You got the Lakers. You the know Lakers I mean? are the Lakers are done. They you got the Lakers. They, man. I, I mean, they, they added they added a lot, man. Yeah, they added a lot. They're, they're definitely yeah, Mo more... Bamba is no joke, man. That's that's a nice piece to go with. Yeah, I don't know. I I think the LeBron. Lakers are cooked. I think the Lakers are cooked. I mean, the NBA is going to get really fun. What what's your guys' personal over under on the All Star game though? Oh, I don't know. Maybe two. Has it ever hit three hundred? Oh yeah. Two sixty. Don't they do the uh, where it's like the fourth quarter is first team to twenty five or something? You know the yeah. It's something like that. They're, they try out the. It doesn't. There's no clock in the fourth quarter. You just have to yeah. score a certain number of points. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going three fifteen. Solid three fifteen. But yeah, the Mavs might be the four seed, and maybe they just added Kyrie. But don't forget about who's the three seed right now in the West. The Sacramento Kings. That's right. There you go, baby. Come on, bring it back. Sacramento Kings. They're <laughs> hey, still holding no, no. on. The Sacramento Kings are the big losers over the week, uh, the last four days. Like, yeah, I know they've just been getting. They're, trained, they're just right? having their really good season, and like, oh, maybe guys. Yeah. And then, yeah. They're yeah. All this I've, talent I've comes been, from the east in flooding North into the yeah. west. I've been John up Morant's North. just like, what the fuck? I've been up in Northern California all week, and they're just getting bomb rush by the media up here it's just I'm like not, i'm not sure what they were supposed to do uh i mean they weren't supposed to do anything like everything yeah. that they're doing is way better like you like you literally called it really early on and like could the kings make the playoffs realistically right now if they played 500 ball they're making the playoffs like the, the thing is can they make the top six right i mean they got to make that i love this playing yeah. tournament because they got to make the top six now just real quick, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Mavericks, Suns, Clippers. That's the six. So you got to hold off the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, the Warriors, and the Blazers. Yeah, the uh, Warriors are gonna the Warriors are gonna have a tough run, you know. So steps hurt. Yeah, I don't know. NBA is fascinating. I mean, on court yeah. is fun, but NBA off court is my favorite to follow and track. I yeah. Mean, so how how much recruiting do you think goes on in the those all-star games? Oh, got to be a lot of conversations i mean al- almost as much as during like the olympics uh you know that that's where those guys bond for for real yeah like, yeah send me your number i mean well, I'll, the fascinating I'll, thing i want to watch is they're playing pickup style right where they're they're like just the captains are going to pick yeah the team. so that's gonna uh, you know it's a little insight maybe a little mind games um all right good nba talk anything else you want to wrap up nba ezra otherwise get get us to your crystal ball my crystal ball is there's not going to be a single commercial shown at halftime that will be not something that's already been leaked on youtube and it has ruined the halftime commercial yeah it's absolutely fair. ruined the halftime i like commercial. the will ferrell one will ferrell and netflix have one going on for like yeah I, I, but i have a feeling there's going to be something um the m&ms there's a whole thing with the m&ms there's something going on with the m&ms they've Curtis been predicting they've been, they've been trolling um uh, you know the um, the uh, how do you how do you put this the uh, 
uh, bow tie wearing uh, conspiracy theory types, news media types for a while. So I, I think the M&M's are going to So you're saying M- M&M's and Skittles are going to get together. There's going to be something to happen. They're, they're, they, <laughs> okay. they, got, they got old... Uh, they got old Tucky Carlson in their sights, and I think there's going to be something uh, mocking. Um, I guarantee uh, you, it's on YouTube on Saturday. That's a good prediction. Oh, I like yeah, this prediction. I the Eminem. I, I think you know this this one guy on Fox News has declared war on the Eminems, and I think the Eminems are uh, planning some revenge. Man, if you get if you get to the point where you're declaring war on a candy, you really have a fucking problem. Hey, ratings are ratings, my friend. <laughs> Joe, I want to go. Joe, what about you, man? (laughs) I want to go Rihanna halftime show, and you can place bets on what the first song. Yeah. So, will there be any? You're supposed to say, "What's my name?" God damn it, guys. Uh, My bet. What's my name? What's my name? Uh, What's my name? Joe. What's my name? One more time. What's my name? (laughs) What's my name? are so bad at this. We'll work on it, guys. We'll get a three-part <laughs> harmony. We'll get three-part harmony for next week. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the first song? All right, I'm going. So will Jay-Z show up? Maybe a little Umbrella? A little Jay-Z Umbrella? A little ASAP Rocky? They're dating? Yeah, you know, it could be. Uh, will Calvin Harris playing DJ the whole time? That's probably the odds-on favorite for special guests. But you got Stay as the first song at 15 to 1. All right. Everybody thinks it's going to be Don't Stop the Music at 150. Too obvious. Too obvious. Give me Stay. Too, way, yeah. yeah, way way too obvious. I think yeah. you go Stay first, and then you transition into Don't Stop the Music yeah. second. And 15 to 1 for Stay, and she opens her world tour in 2016 with Stay. So, could see it. Could see it. Uh, what, are, what Are you in I'm, on this? I'm, are you excited I'm not going to lie. Are you excited about Rihanna? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited I'm, about Rihanna. I like Rihanna. I'm, I'm, honestly my delay was i was in here trying to like log in because my login timed out so i'm trying to make this bet right now i'm down on this <laughs> or one the odds go up after we post <laughs> anyway I, I just love stuff like that it'd be fun so I, I think it's gonna be a really cool halftime show we'll you know we'll see who the guests are but i think it's great i'm, I'm a fan i'm a fan her she's fantastic i like her circle i guess the, the she keeps good musicians around her i think she's, she's gonna have a lot of friends out there it's gonna be really good She's an entrepreneur. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And then you know, mostly though, I really I'm just looking forward to these quarterbacks. First time we've ever had two black quarterbacks starting the Super Bowl. Just a great moment for everyone, whether it's Mahomes or Hurts, solidifying their legacy early on in their careers. Hurts in his third year. Mahomes is only in his fifth year, and that crazy or fifth year as a starter. He's made he's made the conference championship every single year. So still younger than the yeah. starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs. It's, it's wild. So I, I, I'm going to be happy for whoever these guys, you know, I, I'm rooting for Hurts and the Eagles, but um, I, it's just a cool moment. So I'm just looking forward to seeing that. It should be a lot of fun. And that's our show. You can hear the music. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being you. And until we speak again, AJ. Tune in next week when I go Ferrari shopping on a Kia budget.